So, Tim Clancy, welcome to St. Patrick's Athletic. You've been the manager now for the last couple of weeks. How does it feel to be at the club? Delighted, Jamie. It's a huge opportunity for myself and um, coming into the club after such a good season last year. It's a chance for myself to sort of develop it and bring it on a bit more. How have your first couple of weeks been? A bit manic, a bit hectic. It's the, it's the worst stage of the season for every manager and uh, this year has been, been no different. But it's been enjoyable as well, getting to talk to a lot of lads to, to get them signed up for next year. and. Um, speaking to new targets as well and obviously sorting out Big John coming in at me as my assistant manager as well so it's been good. Yeah they say the off season is probably as busy if not busier for a manager than, than in season with, with all that, that goes with uh, trying to get the squad together and stuff. Yeah it is that's the, that's the case with, uh, with the off season and it's, it's, it's difficult you want to be doing the coaching the, the managing and the day-to-day stuff and um, in the off season when you're running around and there's a lot of Decisions to be made in regards to players and you've got to be patient as well and, and it's the day-to-day running of it that we enjoy the most and we're looking forward now to getting back in full tilt in January. Yeah, we mentioned that you've been in for a couple of weeks as well. You might just talk us through the conversations that you had with the club and, and with the owner and chairman with regards to, to coming in as manager and how excited you are about the challenge of, of being a full-time manager for the first time, of course, after your very successful few years at Drogheda. Yeah, I had four years at Drogheda and again, I took the job as a 33-year-old in my, my first job and... Um, there's no real coaching experience before that, so it was a brilliant opportunity for myself. And um, having got the the promotion that we we knocked on the door a few years, we had a very good season last year in the in the Premier Division. And um, listen, when a club decides the same Pats come along and ask you to be manager, it's it's a difficult decision to make to leave Drogheda, but um, it's certainly a massive opportunity for me here, and it's one that I'm really looking forward to. How would you sum up your time as a manager so far at Drogheda? You mentioned you you just finished playing with Bray and uh, you were named as a manager and uh, you had four very successful years, as you mentioned. Yeah, it's a, it's a huge learning curve. I still see myself as a as a young manager. I'm only four years into it and I'm hoping that this could be a career for another 20 or 30 years even. So um, I'm still a lot to learn. And last season, you can see that as well. I have a lot of things to learn on and... Um, this opportunity here with, with the staff that's already here and, and bringing John in as well, it's going to bring me, bring me along and it's something I'm looking forward to. And you've had a year in the Premier as well last year, you know, such a strange season for many teams with chasing Europe one week and looking over your shoulder the next week as well. So having done three years in the First Division to have a full season under your belt as a Premier Division manager, what do you, do you feel the main things were that maybe you learned with regards to, to working in the, in the top league? I think it was it was a crazy league last year. Um, obviously, Shamrock Rovers and uh, Pats were the two teams that sort of I think they knew where they were going to finish um, throughout the whole season. Was first and second. Um, Sligo had a go as well, but I think at one stage, as you said there, it was if we had beaten Sligo with five games left at Drogheda, I think we went one point behind them. I think so. Um, and for a team to get relegated, having got forty-two points in the league, was it showed how mad the league uh, was last year, and it was very very tight. And I've no doubt it's going to be similar next year. Yeah, four meetings with St. Pat's last year as Drada manager. Of course, a number of those were behind closed doors as well, but we're sitting here in a quiet Richmond Park just a couple of days before Christmas, but this place was packed towards the end of last season. It will be again in February from the first home game against Sligo, which is the second match of the season. So as an ex-player and ex-manager of, of other teams, what was your Richmond experience like and how much are you looking forward to now being on the, the home side? Yeah, listen, I think the, the last day of the season for them in the cup final last year showed the following they have and a brilliant occasion it was in the Aviva. I was there myself with me, uh, two of my kids and uh, it was a special sort of atmosphere in regards to both teams that were in the final. It was very big. Um, obviously, Pat's got the, got the win and it's a huge way to end the season. And uh, Coming here, you know that the, the place is hollow sort of turf. It's lower than the, than the street uh, view, so it's 
a good atmosphere and it's very close to the, to the pitch as well. So um, I'm looking forward to managing here with the crowd behind you. And the supporters have been so supportive over the last, well, since the club's existed over 90 years, but particularly in, in the last couple of seasons as well, you know, they've seen a team that work hard for them on the pitch and that has been, you know, relatively successful. So you'll be hopeful that, that they can continue that support and pack the place out across the year. Yeah, that's it. I think uh, every fan sort of appreciates um, players that will give everything on the pitch and I think that's uh, a bare minimum, to be honest with you. Um, professional footballers, that's, the, that's your starting point and then everything after that is what... Uh, makes you successful so that's certainly something that we'd be we'd be driving from from the first um day we're back into the to the end of the season and um, we'd be adding to the success last year and, and trying to bring it on a bit more yeah you've been busy as well you know re-signing players and adding new players as well the first two announced were chris forrester and captain ian birmingham back again as well so two senior pros who know what it's like to win at this club and perform so i know you were quite happy to get them done early yeah again both of them have uh, a history at the club and been here a long, long time, Burmo, especially, um, and Chris is in his second spell here. That um, he had a brilliant season last year, and it shows his, his ability in the final. When I think there's probably maybe in one hand you can count the players that are capable of scoring the goal that he scored in the final, and at the time he did it as well. And in, in uh, or sorry, extra time, um, it shows the quality that Chris has, and to get the two of them in and the experience they have um, will certainly help the, the rest of the squad. And we'll be adding to it and announcing more signings in the coming days. Yeah, the three most recent ones too you've brought with you from Drada in Mark Doyle and Joe Redman and then Anto Breslin has joined from Bohemians. Mark, firstly, um, you know, we, he, I think six seasons at Drada, um, you know, first vision player of the year, season before last, 13 goals last season in the Premier. What will he bring to Richmond? Um, I think um, when the fans see him on a weekly basis, he's, uh, he works tirelessly. Um, his effort off the ball is... Is very very good. It's very high energy, um, and he gets goals as well. Mark, he's fifty odd goals for Drogheda in uh, one hundred and forty odd games from left wing. So he'll bring a lot of goals, um, but that's not just all he brings. He brings high energy and the amount of regains that he gets as well. And the opposition half is huge, um, and that's what he brings. He just brings sort of experience as well for for a kid that's only twenty three, just turned twenty three. He's nearly one hundred and fifty games under his belt, and fifty goals as well is a great return. So he'll bring that here. Yeah, Joe Redmond as well, 21, had a very successful time in, in the UK, captain Birmingham under-23s and uh, came home on, initially on loan to Cork and then played with you guys at Drada for six months towards the end of last season. Um, again, a young, hungry player who's got great ability and will, will add a lot to the defensive options. Yeah, Joe came in, he'd, uh, he hadn't trained, I don't think, in about six, seven weeks before he joined Drada and he was in for a few days and then we threw him in against Shamrock Rovers and... He grew as the season went on and um, very, very mature player, um, the way he plays for, for his age and um, again he's he's a centre half that can go and head it and kick it but he's not bad with the ball at his feet as well and again with a good pre-season under his belt um, he's going to be a, a strong addition as well this season. And Anto as well just in, in the club today for the first time, come back from his, his break and he signed and uh, another exciting one who's, who's got great experience from his time at Wolves, Longford and his couple of years at Bowes as well. Yeah, I knew Anto from uh, being up against him in the first division with Drogheda and Longford and um, recently showed the, the quality that he had and to get away to Wolves as a kid it showed that he had potential and since he's come back he had an excellent season with Longford and then he's had two good seasons at Bowles so it's another one as well that uh, along with Burmo's experience you've got the other side where Anto's 24 now um, and it's going to be a really good uh, spell of him for the club, I think he signed a three year deal I think so. Um, it's one that like he's going to develop and, and improve and he's back into full-time football, something that he wanted. 
Yeah, and I know you're working hard on others, but a couple of lads under contract as well, including Jamie Lennon, who was one of the stars of the cup final. He'll be here later on tonight with Chris Forrester on the trophy too. Played his 100th league game for the club in the last league match against Waterford. And um, I know he's someone who you admire. And, and even though he's you know he's not a, a new signing because he's under contract, he's one I'm sure will be an important one as well. Yeah, hugely important. Uh, obviously, Jamie was in the 21s for the last campaign and um, it shows the, the level of player that he is. Um, when you're getting involved in, in international teams at that, that stage of your career and um, he was very good in the final as well. He nearly scored as well at one stage. The keeper made a great save but um, yeah it's going to be a big season for him next year as well and um, we're hoping now that he can sort of build on, build on the cup final performance and be a huge part of it next year again. You've had a record yourself of working with young players and giving young players a chance in the team, which you did at Drogheda. And we've got a number of those at the club. You know, a couple who maybe made the breakthrough last year in Dara Burns and Ben McCormick, and then you've Keane Corbley made his debut. Josh Keeley, Adam Murphy, who was injured for a little bit, and uh, a couple of other lads like Kyle and Keane out on loan, and and there's, there's, there's loads more players in it. It's a really top academy, so I'm sure you're excited to work with, with the quality of young lads that are coming through the club, whether they be someone like Daz who's played a lot of games, or some of the younger ones who, who want to be the next one to be given a chance. Yeah, there's there's. Uh there's a lot of lot of good young players. James Bank, I should have mentioned. James as well, yeah. He yeah. came on the final, obviously, um, and even showing the the sort of maturity to step up instead of going with the runner in the final when a lot of players more experienced might have might not have made that decision. So, um, yeah, Ben, Dara, um, the lads who've broke into the first team have played a big part this year. But there's also the there's the opportunity for the other lads now to kick on. It's something that. I personally, as a manager, want to want to do is develop and bring young players into the team when they're ready, um, and it's something that John is is big on as well. Um, he's developed with the Hearts under twenties. He was in with the first team, and he was doing the same when he was over in um, Finland as well. He was a twenty threes manager, but also assisting in the first team. And it's something that we're we're going to be big on is developing the young lads and giving them an opportunity. Yeah, we'll keep supporters up to date with all the latest signings and all the social media and also the website, which is stpatsfc.com. Tim Lassie fixtures were out this week. Uh, it's always very exciting. What did you make of the the draw? Well, not the draw, but the fixtures. We've got Shamrock Rovers in the Presidents Cup, and then we have obviously the the big game away to Shells. We also play Bows and Rovers in two, in two of the first four matches, and uh, Liam Buckley Sly go back here in our first home game too. So some tasty matches to come in February. Yeah, listen, it's a uh, it's it's always interesting when the, when the fixture list comes out. You you look and listen. You have to play everyone four times home and away. So it is it is what it is. Um, Certainly the, the first game being drawn away to Shelburne is going to have um, a big crowd there to expect with Shells getting back up and I think the appointment to Damien Duff is, is massive for the league and um, so there'll be a lot of media interest in that so um, yeah it's going to be an interesting one for us but it's, it's certainly one that we'll be going into and uh, trying to win. Best of luck, we'll chat to you soon. Cheers Jay, thanks.